Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your weekend? It's been pretty good. Um, <clears throat> can't complain. Um, what I do? I, I think I just kind of chilled out. No clients this weekend. I've been kind of like taking April off just to build my brand. Um, a blessing came today. My business cards came. My labeling came. Woo-hoo. I'm still waiting on a couple more items so I can get out everything that I want to get out. <clears throat> I will be keeping you guys posted on everything um, as it comes. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, like I say every time, you know, God gave me another day. He's walking me, you know, walking with me in the purpose that I feel like I'm supposed to be in. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm trying. So I'm thankful. Um, I see another day. I'm able to do this podcast again. So, yeah, pretty good over here. How about you, Complex? Um, it's been a beautiful week. I've been doing a lot of self-care for myself, putting myself first, and just really tuning more into myself. Um, does it get emotional? Hell, yeah. I'm reading this book called So Much to Unlearn. I've been triggering my mm. co-host, D.C. and Queen K. I've been just screenshotting stuff and sending it to them. If I'm going to be triggered, y'all going to be triggered, too. But overall, it's been a good week. I can't complain. <laughs> okay. That's dope. Yes, and people, yes, she has been triggering us, okay? I just want to let that be known right now. Um, <laughs> complexes, she don't just sit and get her apple juice and crackers fed to her. She got to spread it to the group. But, yeah, so yeah. anyway. We're going to get right into the show. Um, I'm going to start off with the A.O. King and Queen quote for the week, followed by the Queen for hair. Okay, so the first quote is is sponsored by Pinterest. Um, It says, if you can see it in your imagination, you can manifest it into your reality. Y'all, I have been doing vision boards strongly for the past two, maybe three years, okay? And on each of my vision boards is me building my brand, okay? Because this is what I see in my head. I see my products in stores. I see my website. I see this going to celebrities and them doing reviews. I'm like, I see all this in my head. So I told myself, okay, now let's apply it. So I've been just taking baby steps here and there, getting the formulas right, trying it out for myself. I even did a little small batch where I gave it to my co-workers they loved it so now i'm just building and manifesting everything that's in my head i'm gonna bring to you know present like i'm gonna make it work so if you can think about it y'all and it's something that is near and dear to you y'all just start mm-hmm. manifesting it okay manifestation yeah. is real you just have to keep that faith strong and talk to god throughout the whole process because if it's for you he will let it he will let you have it you just got to keep asking him on the way to go Okay, and my next one is from the late and great DMX. Um, I was watching one of his interviews. The Shade Room had posted it, and there was a quote on there that stuck out to me. And he said, always trust everyone to be themselves, but trust in the fact you can see them well. Now, Mm -hmm. how he broke this down was that you have to trust people for who they are. You can't think that somebody is something else. Like, if they're a liar, trust that they're going to be a liar. If they steal, Mm. trust that they're going to be a thief. That way you don't let yourself down thinking that there's something that they're not. So always, when people show you who they are, don't try to create in your head another uh, visual representation of them. Always trust of who they are because that's the person Mm -hmm. that they're going to be at the end of the day. 
You can't, you know, give them a new identity because you don't want to believe who they really are. So those are my AO king and queen quotes for the week. Um, Now we're going to get right into this play tip. Complex actually has a question. Complex, what's your question, babe? Oh, the question was, um, why do hairs like why do hairstylists why do they put oil in your hair before washing it? Like, is it a technique? You know, like because uh, I just always you know heard water and oil doesn't mix. <laughs> so I just wanted to know. Okay. Okay, so I had to do some research, y'all, because I don't know everything, and that was the first time I've ever heard something like that. But what I found was. Oil on the hair will act as a shield to protect hair from the shampoos that can cause hair to become dry. When you apply oil Mm. first, it allows the shampoo to wash and clean the hair, not to dry it out. In addition to being one of the most genius preventive tricks we've ever heard of, a pre-shower oiling also has other benefits such as allowing hair maximum absorption of nourishing ingredients, okay? So applying oil to dry hair helps the absorption of oil to be more effective because hair is not already saturated by water, okay? And some good oils to do, to use before uh, shampooing is avocado, sweet almond oil, and olive oil are all the best. So thank you to the Google gods because they definitely (laughs) answered that question for me. Um, And thank you, Complex, for the hair question, y'all. I hope that y'all all all learned something new because I was today years old when I found that out, so... That is my no Queen K Slay Tips. Okay, now we're going to get right into the sipping tea for the soul topic, but Complex, we're going to bring on our guest. All right, hold on, let me get her on. <clears throat> hey, Francis, what's going on? Hey, Queen. Hey, how, how are, are you? you? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay, okay, so well, tonight's sipping tea for the soul topic is outlets um before we get into my aspect i'm gonna have complex explain what outlets are because i was kind of confused but then when she broke it down to me i understood better so complex what is outlets about (laughs) (laughs) yes precious emma okay i just pretty much said outlets because it's just anything that is like considered me time hobbies going to events um just anything that helps you to tune more into who you are, you know, that something that helps you figure out who, like, you know, like what makes you happy, you know, me time, mm-hmm. having uh, walks by yourself, you know, doing self-affirmations, um, putting makeup on, painting, like think like mm-hmm. outlets that give you that peace of mind, you know, like something that just takes your worries away. Um, I just wanted to bring this to the platform because, you know, uh, this is something that I struggle with you know, like especially in relationships, but we'll get into that later. So I'm going to, me and Queen K touched on it from two different aspects. I'm going to let Queen K get into her first aspect. Okay, thank you, Complex, for explaining it. Um, Okay, so my first (laughs) aspect, Francis, is maintaining who you are. And my first question is, what are some healthy outlets that you have for yourself? So for me, for some healthy outlets that I have, a major, major one is praying, um, vibing mm-hmm. out through music, writing slash journaling. And when I'm, like, writing, I'm able to release. I'm able to just unwind and just let all the thoughts and overthinkingness that I have going on just flow out. And I also do, like, mm-hmm. little brunches or dinners with my girlfriends when our schedules mm-hmm. align. And, and another outlet I have is shopping. I love shopping. I love spoiling myself. <laughs> yes. 
and there's nothing more satisfying than doing so. And then I love shopping for like new hairstyles. I'm big on like wigs and protective styles and braids and locks and all that. So that's something that brings me joy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Those are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> definitely shopping is definitely the best outlet there is. You get happy every you time you it. go into a store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Retail therapy. Yes. Okay. Um, so, did you want me to uh, answer question? Oh yeah, go ahead, baby. Okay. Uh, some healthy outlets that I have. Uh, I just came back with uh, with paintings. I love to paint. Um, I love writing and listening to music. Uh, shopping. I, I I'm a sucker for candles. So, like, Queen K could tell you one time I called her and I was like, take my credit card away from me because I bought, like, eight candles. Like, I just, you know, the ones that got the little crystals in it and the sage. I fell in love with them. I bought six of them. And, uh, listen, I'm 420 friendly, y'all. I have to be honest. So, smoking is like an outlet to me, you know, especially when I'm trying to be creative. Uh, And let's see. Eating. I know that's bad. Because, like, you know, that can be unhealthy. But I love Chipotle. Like, that is my happy place. Like, I do a happy place every time I go. <laughs> yes, Chipotle is my place, baby. Okay? Um, makeup is my outlet. I love makeup. I'm not a professional, but I do, you know, I, when I'm applying it, I feel wonderful. Like, if it's going good, I feel like, oh, yeah, I can do this. But if I sup and then I'm like, okay, now you just look like a clown. Take it off. But <laughs> makeup is <laughs> makeup is definitely an outlet for me. Um, sitting in my room and just listening to um, listening to some, like, meditation music Ooh. and just, just zoning out is, like, the best little outlet that I have right now because I can just start thinking about everything that's going on. So I really like that. And journaling has been like my, my top thing. Um, okay. So um, do you feel like outlets are, are an important key to self-love? Yes. I believe that um, outlets are an important factor for self-love. I believe that you have to have time to love on yourself. I have to have time to love me. I have to, before any relationship, the relationship with myself comes first. And I believe, like, yeah. before getting into those relationships, you have to learn to love yourself, admire yourself, and date yourself. Because if you mm. don't do these, you're going to have, like, these expectations for other people to do them, but you haven't even done them to yourself. So who are you to put that on somebody else, you know? Mm. She oh, comes into the house. Complex with <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> She's being, like, passing my card. Um, I definitely, I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree with what you're saying that your relationship with yourself is important. Um, you know, like doing outlets, it helps you to figure out what makes you happy, and it helps you to figure out what your spark is. I'm sorry, I love that movie Soul because you know Pixar really just you know pointed out like you know what life is like, and like I looked at it from a spiritual point of view and got every message from it. Right. So like having healthy outlets is is definitely good because it's like you you notice that you're able to do more than what you think you can. Like me, I never thought that I really could paint. I can't free draw, but I love painting. And I'm like, wow, this feels so therapeutic. I've never mm-hmm. tapped into this before. I like going to open mic um, events. Like I love, you know, watching people do poetry, do spoken word, sing and everything. And I just watch how they get so lost in it, like how they don't let the crowd 
you know, like they, they're not nervous of the crowd. They just get up there and act. And I'll be like, wow, I want to be like that. And I'm slowly doing it. So I think that it's good, but I think I struggle when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, I agree with both what both of you said. Um, I totally agree. Uh, it's definitely important to know yourself before you mm-hmm. can allow somebody else to love you properly. So those right. outlets help define who you are. So that's how I feel yeah. about outlets. Like they give you that sense of happiness. You know, it's showing you that you can create your own happiness and you don't have to worry about somebody else to do it for you. Um, okay, so my next question is, do you feel outlets will enable you to balance all of your emotions and recharge your energy to complete your daily activities? This is including work. Yeah, I just feel like some outlets just set your mood and your mindset. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you don't do those things where you're able to, like, release and just build on yourself and love on yourself, you run into those problems where you just feel like, I'm crashing, I don't have enough me time, I'm, like, constantly mm-hmm. surrounded by this one person, like, whether it be, like, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever you're with, you just feel like mm-hmm. a crash, and you have time to be a part and just regroup and focus. Yeah. Yeah. That part. I definitely agree with um, what Francis said. Like, you have to, you have to have your own individual time. I remember I had a talk with somebody before, and they said it's best to still have your alone time, you know, even in a relationship, so that you can, you won't lose yourself in a relationship. Um, right. And I never thought of it like that because, like, me, I can be a very clingy person. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I can't. And <laughs> it's like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but it, but it, it can be suffocating. It can be suffocating because I know yeah. me, I don't really like somebody up under me all the time so it's like I can imagine how that could be with somebody else but I'd be like but it's me you know what I'm saying like just hug on me you know <laughs> like you really have to you know do things outside of your relationship or like you know like Francis said even when you're single you know what I'm saying before you get into a relationship because you can end up depending on someone else to make you happy and to give you that outlet and that, mm-hmm. that can be draining. Like, you know, my yeah. relationship of three years, I was depressed, and I depended on him to make me happy, and it took a toll on the relationship. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, like, zoning out to my meditation music before mm-hmm. I start my day at work. Now, mind you, I start my day at work at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's when mm. the first set of kids start coming in. Um, so I have to I I have to get up early so I can get to work and pray and meditate and just zone out before that first set comes Um, but I definitely say it helps to recharge me because I already got my three there and then to have and then it's not like older kids that come in in the morning no my first set of kids is like one and two so it's just like Mm. okay let us pray. So <laughs> I definitely feel like outlets help to recharge you and get your emotions mm-hmm. together before you tackle any task. It it just helps to, you know, help you through it. Yeah. Um, okay, right. so my last question is, do you feel outlets should be personal or with a group of people in order to be effective? I know, like, for me, I'm a single parent, so I'm around, right. and then I work with kids, so I'm around kids 24-7, but I be needing that that adult interaction. Like, I don't want to just have kids in my face all day, so I feel like right. being in groups is better. So what about you? 
I said they could be both. I feel like it's great to have that alone time, like Tasha said. You've got to have that alone time to just regroup and reset your mindset and focus on yourself and what you need to improve, you know, for yourself, mm-hmm. as well as having that time to catch up with your girls and just release and stuff that you couldn't talk to your spouse about. Of course, you're going to, you know, want to touch base with your girlfriends and see how they're doing and their situations and whatnot, just to, like, debrief. Just have, like, a release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A release. Right. I like that. <laughs> I think it can be a little bit of both. Like, uh, for me, I'm at a season now where I'm doing a lot of outlets by myself. Like, I'm going to poetry events by myself. Um, I'm going, like, to restaurants by myself because I'm really trying to be content with being by myself. Like, growing up, um, mm-hmm. it was looked at like, you know, something was wrong if if I was seen sitting by myself in the dark listening to music like <laughs> my grandma thought I was depressed or something like it was it was wrong <laughs> and it's like I grew up around a lot of people like I was in a two-bedroom apartment with six people so it's like mm-hmm. after a while I didn't know how to be by myself and I'm really trying to learn that now because when there's days because you know as, as humans we, we have our dark our dark thoughts you know what I'm saying we're, right. we're human you know I need to be able to get myself out of those dark thoughts by myself without depending on someone else, you know, without distracting myself Mm -hmm. and trying to go around somebody. I got to do it for myself. And it's actually, man, I don't know. It's like, it's been, it's been so nice to the point where I feel like I have to apologize for being so distant from people, but at the same time I shouldn't (laughs) because, you know, I'm finding myself. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Complex, you can go right on into your aspect. I briefly answered already. Okay. So my aspect is relationships. This is something that I struggle with. So my first question is, how important is it for women to still have outlets while being in a relationship? I think it's very important. I feel like mm-hmm. as a woman, you just got to back to that point of being alone and having your own alone time to just, be yourself and love on yourself. I feel like you have that time, which I say for me is me time, or you have that mm-hmm. time with your girls, which is your girlfriend time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, I definitely feel like it's, it's a beneficial to have your own outlet when you get into a relationship because we lose ourselves. Even though we don't see it like that at first, mm-hmm. Um, we we definitely lose ourselves because we want to be up under them. We want, you know, we want all their attention. And we we forget the stuff that makes us happy when they have to go somewhere Mm -hmm. or when they're about to go spend time with the boys. You know, we're the ones sitting at home with the attitudes when really we just need to find us our own outlets because then, you know, we won't be worried about it. So I definitely feel like outlets is very beneficial when you're in a relationship because it keeps you, you know, it keeps you separate in a sense. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. girls, I, I think I gotta tell you, I'm the opposite. When my my husband is, I'll, I'll be like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've always she been an independent person, so when mm-hmm. when you be like, oh, I'm going to show it up, like, all right, bye. I'm like, yeah, like, I gotta have to talk to myself. Man, <laughs> I want to be like that. I really want to Me be like too. that because I think like um. Women that were in my family, like, I watched them basically shut all that off, shut all outlets off. Like, you know, like, they put their friends on the back burner. They're not going out. You know, they're just going to work, coming home, and making their lives about the man. And 
that's how yeah. I was, especially, like, you know, dealing with toxic men, like, you know, who would guilt trip you, like, oh, you don't ever have no time for me. So I became that people pleaser. I'm always making sure to answer the phone. I'm always tuning into your needs. And it's like the last relationship that I was in, he was trying to show me, like, you can be in a relationship while having outlets, but it's like I would get to writing, but then it's like babe's home. Now I got to stop. Now I got to entertain because I didn't know how to balance it. You get what I'm saying? So, like, that ties mm-hmm. into my next question. How does a woman learn to balance her personal life evenly, like where she has her friends, her me time, and her relationship if, like, if she's used to being a people pleaser? Okay, so I'm going to speak this from my perspective, <laughs> and um, gotcha. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. Like, I, I get it. Uh, being a people pleaser is something that you'll have those times where, you, like you said, your man's home, you want to be around him, but you could use um, those times also, too, when you write in your poetry, read it to mm-hmm. him. He could be your first audience, you know, and reflect if mm-hmm. that's, hey, I want to do anything. But I said, I honestly believe that um, people make time and effort for what they want, I said, I make time for myself, most importantly. Um, I make time for my girlfriends when we can uh, schedule meetups. Because, you know, like all my girlfriends, we all married. They have kids. I don't personally have kids, but I know I have to work around their schedule. Sometimes they can't get to there. So it all depends on Mm. what you're making that time for. And my husband and I, he works Monday Mm -hmm. through Saturday. I work Monday through Friday. He works late hours and long shifts. Sometimes we have to make days to have big nights in order mm. to keep the spark going. So it's just making time for who and what is important to you. Yeah. 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 Um, me being a people pleaser, right, um, I couldn't find a balance. It's hard being a people because you always want to be at somebody's beck and call. Like, your their needs come way before yours, but mm-hmm. trying to learn how to balance it was hard. But you have to, that same energy that you're putting into other people, you have to put that same amount of energy plus some into yourself mm-hmm. in order for you to grow. Because when they're all happy and stuff, you're the one sitting back depressed. They'll go on about their lives. Like, that's what <laughs> I have to realize. Like, okay, a balance has to come in because they're happy, but I'm sitting here emotionally drained and not happy. Right. Um, and that's the same in relationships. He's he's content. He's somewhere with his boys. <laughs> you know, they they yeah. having fun, and I'm sitting at the house with an attitude, listening to 4 a.m. by Melanie Fiona. You know, plotting <laughs> driving up on them. So, so you have to, as a people pleaser, you have to find that balance. Like you have to. Okay, you out with your boys. Okay, I'm gonna go out with my girls. Even if you don't go out with your girls, just go do something on your own. Yeah. Let him know that he's not your top priority. Like, no, I'm my top priority. And that's even in a relationship, they'll respect you more when they see that your life is not always wrapped around them and their every move. That part. Yeah. Um, thank you, ladies, for answering that. Because uh, I brought this, this question to the platform because um, I'm really trying to transition from being a people pleaser. I'm realizing that that's not what I was born. God didn't put me here to be a people pleaser, you know what I'm saying, to, like, basically put mm-hmm. myself second and pour from an empty cup mm-hmm. and deplete myself. So um, what I'm yeah. doing is because I feel like as a people pleaser, I jumped for others, and I would get mad when I didn't get that same reciprocated. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing how could I be mad at a person for putting their needs first? How can I be mad at a person for refusing to put themselves second? It's like Francis said, you put what is important to you. And now I'm just now realizing 
after 30 years, I'm just now realizing, like, my relationship with myself is important, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. I, I, it took me a while to learn that because I had to move away from the guilt tripping, the distractions. I had to even learn to stop doing that for myself. And what I'm doing now is I know Queen K laughed me the other day, but I said it. Like, I am, Francis, I don't know if I told you this, but anytime someone calls, like, if I'm watching something, I always feel compelled to answer because I feel like something's wrong. So now oh, when I'm watching oh, TV yeah. or if I'm <laughs> – right. <laughs> so if I'm listening to my podcast, because, like, I listen to my podcast the moment before I start my day. So if someone calls, right. I'll, I'll ask myself, like, do you did you want to stop listening to the podcast? And then I'll answer. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, we'll call them back. I have to do <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but – I have to do I have to do that to get into a pattern to where it becomes second nature because I've been people pleasing yeah. for my whole life so that's what feels comfortable to me. But um, we answered this other this next question so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna re answer I'm gonna re ask it like I'm gonna rearrange it. So what have you learned about yourself with the outlets that you do for yourself? Hmm. So for me in general, I learned that. Like I said, I've always been the person that like my alone time. I feel like mm-hmm. I I didn't fall into the people pleasing because I was always let down by somebody. So mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day, God and myself got me. So I think that's how the kind of mindset that I came in. But I, more than anything, like you said, if I'm watching my Netflix series, if I'm writing, if I'm <laughs> like toning in, drawing, whatever I'm doing, I'm just trying to release. And sometimes right. I thought you got to text that person, like, hey, I'm going to call you back. Like, this is me. I'm going to call you yes. back. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's true. Um, I know that my outlets have showed me that I am in, I am important, and right. what makes me happy is what counts. Like, mm-hmm. no, I, I can put you on the back burner so I can, you know, grow and change and get to mm-hmm. who I'm trying to become. And it's okay. I don't have to feel bad for putting myself first. That's another thing it's showing me. Like all these years, like you said, complex, it took me 30-something years to realize, well, just 30 years, I'll be 31 soon. Well, anyway, <laughs> it, took me 30, it took me 30 years to realize I'm important. Hell, I have to do this for That's me. Right. Like if mm-hmm. I'm not mentally stable, if I'm not happy, if I'm not healthy, I'm just, what am I here for? Like, really? Like, I have kids that I have to take care of, and I have to be all the way put together so that I can make sure that their, you know, their life is good. So, yeah, I'm I'm important. That's what my outlets have showed me, and it's okay to take time out for myself because, mm-hmm. like I always say, who's going to check me? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. In the words of Francis, who gives a shit? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I, oh, it's honestly, it's true. And then, like, if people, the people that know you and love you and care for you in your life, they're going to understand you need that alone time. And if they got an attitude mm-hmm. about it, that's something they got to deal with. They should know yeah. that you come first before that anything. Part. Mm-hmm. That part. My, my yeah. owners have showed me how creative I am, um, how strong I am, because I usually don't write about anything personal in my life. Um, books that I've wrote before, I took them down to, I'm revamping them. But the books I wrote before was just basically all from a fantasized world, um, mm-hmm. me not relating to anything, you know, like making the person so perfect. Yeah, I, I didn't relate. And um, 
now writing no apologies and then writing out of darkness, yeah, it's triggering me, but I'm realizing how strong I am to continue writing it because the old me from, like, 25 and under, this junk would have mm-hmm. never got published. <laughs> or Queen K can tell you, first one would have got published, but part two would have never got published. But, you know, I'm working on it. Um, it's coming out this year. And uh, my, I'm learning that I can put myself first, and it feels good. And my biggest mm-hmm. challenge yeah. is to just know and remind myself that you can still do that in a relationship, too. You don't have mm-hmm. to forget about who you are. So, um, okay, overall, uh, ladies, uh, what is some advice you have overall for the listeners? I would say for the listeners, um, some advice I have is put God first, and everything after mm-hmm. that will be the place. And that's on period. Yeah. Um, you yeah. got to show yourself. <laughs> you got to show yourself love and gratitude. I believe that um, – Self-love is the best love um, out here. Um, You got to heal before you date. That's something that I've always been strong on. And a lot of my friends, I'm always telling them, like, you need to work on yourself before you get in that relationship. Granted, you're not going to be perfect, but you got to heal before you date that person because you can't not be working on yourself to go into that relationship and expect everything to just come together. It's not going to work like that because they have their Mm -hmm. own stuff they got to heal on. Um, Another insight I was saying you can't be your best self in a relationship with anybody if you haven't given yourself the love that you need and the love that you wish mm-hmm. to receive. Um, cherishing mm-hmm. your alone time to regroup, focus, reset yourself, whatever you want to call it. Um, enjoying mm-hmm. the moments to create with your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever you have. And just, like, with all that's happening in this world, just knowing that um, – having that time with ourselves and the people that mean the world to us. Just taking the time to cherish it all. Yeah. Girl, you said it all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm sitting here like, okay, now what can I say that she ain't said? (laughs) Um, Yeah, pretty much uh, refer to Francis. But I will say (laughs) that just know that you are important. You are worth it. You are beautiful. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, you know, love on you. Love on you because Mm -hmm. nobody can love on you like you will. So just understand that in order to give love, you have to first love yourself properly in order for it to be real. Um, Just know that. You know, don't don't let anybody add or take away value from you because you are worth it all, love. Um, keep those mm-hmm. outlet, outlets. Keep learning who you are. And like she said, the most important thing is putting God first, baby, because mm-hmm. nothing is possible without him. Like, you have to yeah. go through him first before you can have mm-hmm. anything. So mm-hmm. talk yes. to him first. Yes. Um, I would say, too, like, also be honest with yourself because I feel like a lot of people still live in that mentality that, oh, I can't talk to God about what I struggle with. I got to be well put together. No, talk to him about mm-hmm. what you struggle with. Like, I'd be in the prayer closet talking to God about my weakness with sex, um, you know, my, my attachment issues and right. how, you know, I don't want to be this person that looks for someone to save me from myself. You know, I need to be strong enough to do that for myself. So, like, you got to go to God and be honest about that and really, you know, tell him, like, where you left at. Um, I'm teaching myself mm-hmm. how to read the – I'm teaching myself, like, 
like how to read the Bible, but also understand the Bible. Like I want to be able to quote okay. it, but know what I'm saying and, and not just saying it like I sound scripted because I've heard my mama or my grandma say it. I'm teaching right. myself, yeah. like, you know, so yeah, um, just do that, you know, put yourself first, uh, continue to do your outlets, continue to love on you. If anyone comes to your life and tries to guilt trip you or try to make you stop that, they're not the one for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to find you and like uh, Queen K and Francis said, you know, you have to love on yourself so that you can teach the next person how to love you without expecting them to do everything. Like, you know, expecting them to be your happiness. They should, mm-hmm. they, right. They're not your happiness, but they should add to your happiness. So, yeah, thank that you, ladies, part. for that. Yeah, thank you. All right. No problem. So, okay, so we're going to move along to the next. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we'll move along to the next segment. That was a beautiful one, ladies. Um, so our next segment is As a Woman, Complex with the As a Woman question. All right. So the As a Woman question this week is, What's the lesson you've learned in this new season of your life? Francis, we'll let you go first. Mm, that is a big question. Uh, the lesson <laughs> I learned is go after <laughs> everything you said you wanted to do. Um, the beginning mm. of this year, I'm, like, big on affirmations and everything. And, like, I was just like, you know what? I told my whole girlfriend, I was like, I'm going to write a book. She was like, girl, you always be saying that. You don't never go through. Same thing, like you said, Tyler, like, I would just be dragging it and then, I was like, you know what? Yeah. All right, it's very first. I'm a, I'm a publisher. I'm gonna do this, mm. and then I was like, I got all these poems. I'm gonna do this other book, and I just like going after everything I said I would, and not like yeah. having yeah. things on myself, because I'm the worst critic, you know. Yes. Mm. Y'all read. read I'm so happy book, you said uh, that. Has a book called Affirmations. Y'all read that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Affirmation. Oh, no. I, yes. I need to. I need that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm happy you said that because uh, I was just speaking on this in the earlier part of the show, like going after everything that you can, yeah. everything that you can manifest and thought about in your head. Go after it because I too, right. and um, I've just been manifesting like on every vision board I had that I'm gonna build my own brand. I'm gonna build my own brand, and now mm-hmm. it's coming together like just the little stuff like getting your business cards and your labeling and your right. packaging all sent to me today it was just like okay it's happening don't back down you got this right. but um yeah um you you have to um the other thing that I would add to it is just love on you mm-hmm. that's the that's the big that's- thing love on you and don't feel guilty for it like, you have to spend that time with you. At like, home. I always tell myself, there ain't no bunk beds and caskets. So, it's all nope. about you at the end of the day. So, love on you and don't feel guilty about it. Know that you are worth everything. So, yes. Yeah. Um, a lesson that I've learned in this new season of my life is that it's okay to start over. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a very prideful person. Uh, I care about what other people think. And I've mentioned on my other podcast that I didn't want to mention that I was single. But I'm learning that it's okay to admit that you still have more healing to do and that you're not ready for a relationship like you thought you were, you know, and that I shouldn't care about what anybody thinks because I'm finally putting myself first and doing that shadow work. You know, like this last relationship, it was the best one that I ever had. It taught me how to be affectionate. But it also reflected to me that I'm still not healed from the relationships prior to it because I was always used to suppressing. I was taught growing up in order to get over one, you got to get up under the next. 
So I'm embracing my singleness. Um, I'm embracing who I am, and I'm learning to be alone in this next season, like not isolating myself, but just learning right. to really get comfortable mm-hmm. with myself so that I won't say that I picked someone out of loneliness because I feel mm-hmm. like I get into relationships to save myself from myself because I don't like who I am when I'm single. I don't like the dark thoughts. Right. I don't like, you know, the, you know, like just, just I feel like a little scared little girl. And right. when I get into mm-hmm. a relationship, I expect that man to like, you know what I'm saying, just like be my knight in shining armor and just like heal my right. brokenness. And it's like, how can I heal you when I'm trying to figure out my own shit, you know? Right. So, um, right. I'm, you know, I'm, I just step back and everything. We're still good friends. It's, it's no bad blood, but I really want to work on myself. You know, I don't know what the future holds, but I know that I can't have someone right here right now while I'm still working on myself because I don't want to hurt you in the process because I'm still unlearning a lot of stuff. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of toxic stuff because, I was sheltered from a lot of things growing up, and now I'm realizing, like, damn, that was toxic, you know? So it's like I don't want to hurt a genuine Mm -hmm. person while I focus on myself. And I'm like, I was scared to let go, but I'm like, God, you know, if if it's for me, it'll still be for me, but I need to focus Mm -hmm. on myself. So that's what I'm learning in this season. Yes. Out of you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Strong people to do that. And I always tell, like, my friends, I'm like, any person I've ever dated, I always took, like, two or however long many years I needed by myself to learn myself. Granted, yeah, you're not going to be perfect, but the more time mm-hmm. you take with yourself, the more time you heal, the more time you learn. Mm-hmm. You were toxic, and so I, I commend you for even being open and honest and transparent about that because it takes a lot. It takes a lot to push your yeah. pride aside. I want to do what's best for me. Like, I love you, but I got to focus on me right now. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for you sending me Pastor Mike Todd videos, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Yes, that's man of God Todd right there. He, 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 he's amazing. He's, so, he's amazing. I just love he's the truth. He's dragging us every Sunday. Every but, Sunday. Um, dragging the edges. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, Francis. <laughs> thank you so much, thank Francis, you, for queen. coming on. Um, if you want to stay on and listen to the rest, you can. But if not, I'll definitely have a finished episode by tomorrow. And um, yeah, uh, let them know where they let them listen know where they can find you at and follow you. Yes, everybody, um, all platforms, all hell free. Um, I have two books out: "Lover of All Things Affirmation" and "Release" on Amazon. And just follow me for your everyday like positivity and inspiration. I love inspiring people. I love just yes. spreading the goodness of God. And I just hope everybody has a blessed evening and enjoy these ladies because they're beautiful and just the knowledge and stuff that you guys be putting out in the podcast is just really like dope. Thank you. Thank you. You are I love you for Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, have a good night and uh, yep, I'll talk right. to you soon. All talk right. to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she's so dope. I'm telling y'all. Yes, she lovely is. queen. That was beautiful dope. spirit. Yes. yes, beautiful spirit. Beautiful spirit. I'm definitely gonna order those books. Um, I just need to know: is it under just Francis, or uh, she got a different pen name? Uh, you know, I got the book right here. Let me see. I got the book right here. Um, it's it's uh her 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 name is Francis Marie. F R A N C E S. 
and then M A R I E. Yep. Okay. Thank so I gotta, you. I got to go okay, get so that release book. Yeah, I, girl, I need that. I need to release some of this out, out of me. Okay. Um. Okay. So we're gonna jump right into the girl. I see you. So complex. Who you highlighting tonight? Um. I just want to shout out women in general. Uh. So the women who, you know, they're still blinded to their toxic ways, um, you know, you're still looking for someone to see you, you know, because you're scared to see yourself, I see you. And um, I'm hoping that you can one day start doing that shadow work. I'm hoping that you can one day see the people in your circle, you know, you can really see that their true intentions, that they don't want to see you grow. And I hope that you can just take that step and say, you know what, I'm going to do it myself. Um, I represent y'all. I'm transitioning myself. Uh, you know, I have a victim's mentality, and I'm trying to transfer to an open-minded mentality. I'm trying to really not let my past be my crutch. So, you know, I yeah. do this. I do this for y'all, and I see y'all, and you know, I hope you can see yourself one day. And that was beautiful. Um, mine's <laughs> is the same. Just, <laughs> just out there to all, all the queens. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give it. I know it's girl. I see you, but. I'm going to give it to my kings, too, my black kings. I love y'all. Uh, you know, we going to hold y'all down, but this, this moment is for the queens, y'all. The, to all the ones who have taken that leap of faith and have not looked mm-hmm. back, I see you. I know it's scary. I, y'all don't understand. Even though I just got labels and business cards, I'm, I'm nervous as shit because it's just like, well, what if it's not good? What if, if you took that first leap of a leap of faith, or even if you're thinking about it and you're inching off the edge, just know I see you. I'm proud of you. Go ahead. God is right there next to you. He's not going to let you fall. If it's for you, it will be for you. Just keep him first and keep your faith strong. Pray over everything, and I'm proud of you. That's it. If nobody told you today, I'm proud of you. You are beautiful, and everything that you can imagine, you can have. So that is from the bottom of my heart, y'all. That is my girl I see moment to all to everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. so with that being said, we're gonna hop right into the girl I got something to say. Now, y'all, um, I know that complex has something to say, but I'm just gonna say this real quick. If you ever feel tired, anxious, or stressed, y'all just remember the universe is not in a hurry. It's us. It's us thinking that we have to have everything by this certain age. It's us thinking, oh, we have to be better than this next person that we're comparing us to, comparing ourselves to. We need to trust mm-hmm. that whatever is meant for us is already ours. You know, we can't compare our lives to the next person. God has something set up for each and every one of us individually. You might not get that brand-new Bentley, but he might give you a brand-new business. Like, you, you have to – got to stop comparing yourself and just watch him work. Um, you have mm-hmm. to let it reveal itself to you over time, and that's by praying and being faithful and letting God lead all of your decisions. So, Complex, what do you have to say, girl? I just really want to say that this this death with DMX really hit different for me. Um, I haven't been yeah. sad about a celebrity that really passed, honestly, until uh, since we in Houston. Um, like, you know, like, don't get me wrong, like, when Nipsey passed, like, I'm like, yeah, that's tragic. But this one really hit different. Like, I felt like I lost the uncle because I didn't listen to a lot of rap growing up, but I can't lie and say that I didn't hear how's it going down, uh, who we be, uh, stop, mm-hmm. drop, you know, um, what else, uh, what these bitches, I heard all of that. And 
one thing that DMX, DMX, like, you know, if you don't learn anything from him, learn that he taught you that you should never be afraid to talk about your pain in your, in your art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to really turn your pain into purpose. That is the most strongest thing that you can ever do. You know what I'm saying? Like don't let anyone silence you or anyone who's been abused, write your story. T- tell your story. Be the advocate for the next person. Uh, for anyone who has, you know what I'm saying, like anyone, like, you know, anyone who's just find himself, anyone who has childhood trauma, any type of trauma, turn it into a purpose. I'm telling you, you know, yeah. like, don't numb yourself and don't try to run from yourself. Like, huh, DMX, rest in peace. Like, man, I feel like I lost yeah. my uncle. Um, you know, like, just, just, like, just seeing the interviews and everything. Like, I didn't, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I was a big fan. I, that's one thing I can't do. But, like, you know, just listening mm-hmm. to the interviews, it's like, man, I wish that I would have got a chance to listen to the artists behind the music. But you can hear the talent, you know, rest in peace. And, um, yeah, you know, that, that took a hit on my 90s childhood, I swear. Girl, me too. I was sick about it. Like, I didn't realize how hard it hit me until I was at home. Like, damn. My uncle gone. Like, me and my sister was like, Uncle Earl is gone, baby. Like, it, it just, oh, God, I don't yeah. know. I still can't, <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around it. Like, I, I've been sick about this. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. been able to listen to his music the same. I will say that. Um, but, yeah, rest easy, King. Um, like you said, he was never afraid of sharing his past traumas, you know, and it mm-hmm. showed me, and it's okay to express emotion. It's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. um, Yeah. So we're going to wrap that segment up because I'm not going to get emotional on here. (laughs) Um, But we're going to go right into, (laughs) we're going to let Complex end out our show with the no apology spot followed by the self-affirmations. Go ahead, Complex. Okay. Um, So my no apology thought, I got two of them. The first one is when you learn the reasons to why you were touched, you you will slowly learn to let go. Um, You know, for any relationship where you feel like, you don't have a life outside that person that you like, you know, like you can't live without them, step back, take a step back because um, you don't want to suffocate that person. You really need to figure out why you self in unhealthy ways, why you're so scared to really, you know what I'm saying, be alone and do that shadow work. Why do you feel like you can only thrive in a relationship? It's like uh, Ijoma said uh, when she said, you know, God didn't make you, and then said, okay, I'm going to let somebody else come along and complete you. You know, how he made you, you know what I'm saying, was was enough. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, oh, let me just complete half of you, then the next person is going to come along and complete you. So we have to have that mentality that I am enough, and the person that comes into my mm-hmm. life will just add to my happiness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to conform and change myself for them. If you're changing yourself for somebody, it's not meant. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're asking them to change, mm-hmm. It, it, it's not meant, you know what I'm saying? You have to be content with what they bring to the table, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, just, just just really learn yourself, you know what I'm saying? Really focus on you and, you know, really don't be afraid to be by yourself. So then you can know if you're choosing love out of loneliness or, you know what I'm saying, if you're really ready to find your soulmate. And my last one is yeah. um, be patient with others like God is patient with you. Everyone is not on the same level as you. Um, you can teach people knowledge. You can give them advice. You can show them the way that you took to heal yourself, but everybody moves at their own pace. Everybody takes their own steps. 
please be gentle and don't judge. Because when you judge, mm-hmm. you easily become you. Be patient with them like God was patient with you. Be patient with them like all the times that you prayed to God that you wasn't going to answer his text messages, but this is the 30th time that you answered. After you said the last 29 times that it was the last time, <laughs> God still embraced you with open arms. So please be like that with mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm not all the way there. And <laughs> my self-affirmation, I am shouting this out from the universe underscore calling on Instagram. Uh, it says, my temple is my body. The world around me is my altar. My words are spells. Every thought is an intention. My actions are rituals to manifest all that will be. I am sacred and I am divine. And with that being said, mm-hmm. that's my no apology thought and my self-affirmation. Good show tonight. Good show. Very you know? good show. Very good show. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, we are out. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. And peace and love. We out, y'all. Peace and love.